Hey, it's me. If you know me on TikTok, I am Quirky Wallflower. If you know me within the kink community, I am Mommy Tiana. I've also held gone by Mommy Also Cute. So what I'm going to talk about today is about boundaries. And it's going to be tied to boundaries for tops. Um, we often talk a lot about um, subspace. Um, but I don't think that we pay attention very much to... Um, the top space or someone who is um, a dom and I think it's because we automatically believe that if someone is a top or a dom that somehow um, they're so strong that they can like, handle the world like 24-7 but at the same time we do have tops and we do know of tops who do have boundaries that was my puppy <laughs> so um, boundaries for a top not all top and caregivers or daddies or mistresses or mommies are into the same kink. And I think that's something that's very important to remember. Um, if you're at a play scene or if you're at a dungeon and let's say that you're into bratting or if you're into age play, just to automatically assume that that top is into that is, is wrong. And you should definitely try to protect that space um, to allow them as a top to um, be able to communicate their likes and dislikes. Just like as a sub, you would not want a dom just to come in and start topping you. It's the same thing for um, for uh, mistresses and, and tops. They are not going to want for um, someone who is a submissive, who isn't their sub, to just start playing with them, especially if the type of play that you're into is not for them. So therefore that communication um, should be spoken to and you should also know that when you're in that type of scene that you just don't jump into um, automatically thinking that if you're at an event or if you're at a dungeon that you can automatically just go in there, find a top and play with them, especially if though no boundaries have been set. So the thing that we need to really talk about is that there are so many different levels within this. And communication, this is the, the key to everything. Um, just like for a bottom, before you get into a relationship, you talk about your likes, your dislikes, your boundaries, your red flags. And you know what? This should also be extended to your top because your top can also have red flags and they will definitely have boundaries and they could also have trauma. Just remember, just because we're tops does not mean that we don't have trauma. There are tops like me. I'm a top, but I'm also a switch as well. I do and have past trauma. So some things do need to be communicated and talked to in a very safe way so that if you decide to go further into a relationship, you know exactly what you're getting into and you know that everyone that's involved are able to express their likes and their dislikes. And when a top has talked about their boundaries, it should be respected just as much as a submissive, their headspace should be protected as well. A dom or a top, their headspace and what they like in their boundaries should have that same respect just as a submissive. So let me clear up some things. I have been hearing some very dangerous information or wording that's been going on within the community and I just kind of feel like it needs to be kind of cleaned up a little bit and I'm going to do my best um, to do that. Like I said, People who know me, I love educating, I love talking about um, kink. I go to conventions before COVID and I would actually present on um, topics when it came to uh, kink 101 and different lifestyles. So 
because a top isn't into a certain type of play or just because a top may not be into certain types of things doesn't necessarily mean that it is abuse. Now there has been, this a word has been like jumping out a lot that like, oh, this top is abusive or this top is abusive. I do agree that there can be abusive relationships within the community, but you have to understand that just because a top doesn't like to do something doesn't mean it's abuse. You might be thinking, what are you talking about? <laughs> Mommy Tiana, what are you talking about? And this is exactly what I'm talking about. If a top has a preference and it has not been communicated clearly, um, if you as a sub don't understand that preference, doesn't necessarily mean that it is abuse. I'm going to go a little bit further in that. Physical touch. Not everyone isn't into physical touch. For some people, it can be a red flag. So if you have a top and you're like, aftercare, I want hugs, I want kisses, and I want cuddles, and I want diaper pats, and let's just say that your um, your top isn't into that, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, this is abuse, I'm being neglected. Hold up, before you start to put that out there in the atmosphere, have you communicated what aftercare means? Did you even clearly communicate that after a session that you want um, aftercare? Because if that has not been communicated, then we need to back it up a little bit. We need to go back to number one, which is communicating. Now, touch does not have to be a part of aftercare, uh, as far as like the kissing and holding hands. That's not for everyone. And why is that? Because every relationship is different. Every dom is different. Every top is different. Their mindset can be different as well as their headspace as well. For some relationships who are in a sub and dom relationship, physical touch could be a reward system. A physical touch could also um, bring up trauma for um, the top. What if that um, top has had um, physical abuse in the past, um, what if they have sensory issues, and so maybe touch isn't their first love language, maybe it's something else. Um, there could also be um, where the, the top might feel like, before I want to go deep into physical touch, I want to make sure that I know you as a submissive. I want to make sure that we're building a relationship together. Before I start to get into the physical aspects of cuddling and holding hands and touching, and yes, as a top, when you're spanking and when you're doing all those other things, yes, that is physical touch, but physical touch and intimacy is two different things. Being intimate after a session for a top can mean something completely different for their mindset. And so maybe if you're new at this, they're like, hey, not right now, but let's continue what we're doing. And if we continue to bond, we can work up to the physical touch. And lastly, one of the things that I may think is that um, certain touch may not be a part of the relationship. Um, it could be something that they have agreed together as a couple. So when you put all that together, it doesn't mean that if a top doesn't automatically give physical touch 
to their submissive after a session or even during the getting to know you process. It doesn't mean that it is abuse. It doesn't even mean that it's neglect, especially if it's one that you have communicated. Again, you have to communicate those things. There are some submissives and some littles out there who they really, really do need that affirmation. They need that affirmation of touch and cuddles and hugs. And if you are a person within the subspace who needs that, but you have a dom who wants to take it slowly with physical touch, or maybe they may have some sensory issues with physical touch, you're going to have to think really hard for yourself. Is this a relationship that I want to continue with a top? If you are a submissive who truly does need that physical attention because not everyone is ready to give it at the time that maybe a submissive want. And I want to just really press down on that that does not mean necessarily that that is neglect or that that is abuse and these are things that should be talked about. So the bottom line is that it doesn't mean it's abuse. You have to take a step back and look at the whole situation and communicate.